The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk... Have I missed something again? Oh, I need to get episode 18's notes up again. <laughs> we'll talk about the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. I never said what episode it was. This is episode 39. And we are talking about Bring me the horizon this episode. I am Adam, and as always, I'm here with Simon. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, good day to you, sire. Hello. <laughs> I don't know. You make me laugh every time you say that. I don't know why. why? I, sh- I should know it's coming by now. I, I should I said know it's it. coming. I've only it's... said it 39 times before. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand. But anyway, <laughs> how are you doing, my man? How has your last couple of weeks been? uh yeah good really good uh busy i finally bought my download ticket so well i started the installment scheme see, yeah so um that would have been funny if uh the you know one of the guys who does a podcast about download festival didn't actually go to download festival so um i mean it's all about <laughs> download but you know based around it um so yeah so i'm happy about that uh that was good apart cool. from that not much really i badly split my finger open um yeah like i was repairing a dishwasher at work and um there was a bit underneath oh man it feels so horrible i don't want to say it i'm not really bad with stuff like this but i put my finger on this bit and pulled and it was literally like a razor blade it went straight through i felt it hit the bone literally it bounced back off i went like that i went like that and i'm telling you right now i reckon if it was even just a millimeter either side I reckon I would have had to go into the hospital for stitches. Like it's been reopening all the time because it's that big, um, it? but it is starting to close Jeez. up now. But I reckon if it was any bigger, we're in stitches territory, or you know, like like a yeah. skin hanging off territory. Um, yeah, it was yeah. bad. So this oh, morning, wow. so, sorry, sorry for everyone. That's quite graphic. Right. But it was bad, <laughs> and there was a lot of blood. I don't mind blood, but there was a. It was a lot of blood. There was a lot of blood. Um, I'm fine with stuff like yeah. that. I was just like, fuck me that. So when I put it under the tap, woo! Boy, that hurt. <laughs> cool, um, yeah, I bet. That really, really hurt. Um, you know, like a shock, like, bam, there's pain. Uh, it was instant. At least my brain's working. Um, but yeah, that, and then and this morning was funny because I've got this plaster on my finger, right? And it, it keeps opening up, so I can't do anything physical with it. So um, it was really icy this morning. I don't know where it, if it was bad where you were, but we're in the middle of nowhere here. So it was, what, was it minus two this morning or something? Minus three, minus two? And, um, yeah, it was minus four here, yeah. Vicky yeah. had to come out and s- scrape the ice off my car because I couldn't do it with my broken... I was trying to do it on my left hand and it just was not working at all. So Vicky had to scrape, Vicky had to scrape my car and her car and then we both drove to work, so... That was um, that was interesting. Yeah. So apart from um, cutting myself open, spilling blood, um, and uh, getting my download <laughs> ticket, I, I haven't really, haven't really done that 
that much that can come to me right now. What about yeah. you, brother? Well, yeah, well, I hope it. Well, I was going to say, I hope it heals soon, but ah, be fine. down to the bone, it's probably going to take a while. It'll be, uh, it might take a while, um, but it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, cool. Well, I, I haven't I haven't bought mine yet, but my down a ticket yet, but I have managed to book it off finally. Ah, um, good. Uh, I know another friend said, oh, they went and booked it, booked it off. And I was like, shit, I haven't done that yet. Uh, I hope they didn't get the last week that was available because that would have been <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went, I went up to the, the holiday book room, the uh, office room, that sort of thing. Yeah. Luckily, they had time off that I could take. So, yes, I do have nice. download off now. Woo! Um, but as for me, yeah, nothing too interesting has happened the last couple of weeks. I spent, I spent most of the day in hospital today. Um, not going to tell you anymore. I just want all the listeners to message me saying, you okay, hun? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. I've got the inside information, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm alright. Yeah, no, there's a problem. With this my is eye. what happens but it's all when right. uh, you put things that are too big for you up your bum, and you've got to go <laughs> to the hospital to get them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One man, one jar comes to mind. But, oh, uh, oh, anyway. <laughs> This is a graphic <laughs> beginning to an episode, man. Yeah, this is, a lot this of is. blood and penetration being mentioned on this intro today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, um, let's put another trigger warning at the beginning. Did, did, you, did you enjoy my trigger warning for the other uh, previous episode, the Papa Roach episode? Yeah. You're a dickhead. But funny enough... Oh, yeah, so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Simon was calling metamorphosis, by approach, morphogenesis. And uh, Seagulls <laughs> in our Discord was talking about morphogenesis by uh, Scar Symmetry the yeah, other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the other week, the other day in the Discord. So uh, I was like, oh, I know that. I was just that's, thinking that, of a that's much, why you were saying much it. better album. So I, I, I couldn't yeah. help but say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I put a trigger warning if... If this, so he keeps saying it. If this kind of thing bothers you, then uh, consider skipping this episode. <laughs> just because, just because I know that there's, I, I, I do that kind of thing. I like to annoy people. Like, I'm not one of those mm. people who say moist or have to post that moist meme every time I see it because that annoys mm. me. But like, I like, I like to play on people's. Yeah, I wasn't uh, saying it on purpose either. Things. It was totally, it was totally like subconscious i i thought i was saying the right title but so i wasn't but every time i spoke about it that's the first thing that came into my head so i was like oh yeah yeah I was saying that the whole time but I it happens I've, I've listened to so many episodes sorry yeah but it happens i've listened to so many episodes and, and i listen to myself and i think what the fuck was i talking about then like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense i know that doesn't make any sense it does that doesn't <laughs> exist or you know that's not the right wording for a musical term or something like that. And I, why did I say that and think it was real and, and and not correct myself? Like sometimes it just happens. I think sometimes while doing this because when me and you have these conversations, like the, these conversations are basically raw. Adam cuts out really very very little from these conversations. You guys are pretty much hearing most of the stuff that we say. Um, so I feel like sometimes these microphones, when you got a mic in front of you, it sort of coaxes out of you stuff that you not that you normally wouldn't say but you attempt to say things that you can't necessarily explain but you try and get your point across to say them 
So, yeah. And then afterwards you realise, oh, I should have said this. You get that kind of syndrome with a podcast where you're like, I could have said that so much better than I did. But (laughs) I don't know if anyone else thinks like anyone else is thinking that's listening to the podcast. If the listeners are going, yeah, he should have said that much better. I mean, they're probably not. But I think you're probably you're probably thinking in your head because I do it. sometimes. I'm like, why don't I mention that? Like after we do a whole episode, I do loads of research and I'm like, there's like four things I didn't mention. What is wrong with my brain? But we'll get, <laughs> yeah. we're going to do enough podcasts where eventually we can mention all those things. So it doesn't, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- this podcast is basically infinite monkeys with infinite typewriters, right? Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually we would have spoke we'll about everything. everything. <laughs> Just everything. Yeah. We'll cover everything correctly and incorrectly. Yeah, um, oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> in different <Everything>. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, where have we gone? What's what's happening with the podcast? Already. already? <laughs> we're off. We're off. Get the gun out. Bang. We're gone. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. What else have I done? Nothing. Nothing. Much. It's been cold, hasn't it? It's been very, mm, very cold in the last couple of weeks. Oh yeah. I was going to say. Luckily, I'm not sure if I've said if I've said it before. My drive is between my house and next door's house. And the car never ever frosts over. Oh, that's in that, good. In that gap, uh, we're yeah, it's so the heat, lucky. isn't it? Like the residual heat from the two houses. Just yeah, that is yeah. good. I, I park right next to the house, but the gap between our house and the next one, where it's detached, is quite substantial. So you don't get any. You might get a little bit extra heat from the house, but the problem is that the the new builds are so well insulated. <laughs> It doesn't go in or out, so the car doesn't get anything. Yeah. So that's a bit shit. Yeah. But yeah. What else? Uh nothing. I'm sure there was something else I wanted to say here, but it's gone. So uh do we have any news or new releases? Um probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> there's probably some news and there's probably some new releases. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Simon, why don't you uh bring us in with the news then? This is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Just shut up. The the news is going to come now. This is the news. Thank you, Simon. Um, What, Ozzy? Yes. Well, that's a a huge deal. I I was going to do a video on that at some point. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, how was your YouTube going? Sorry. Yeah, good. Yeah, really good. One sentence into the news and we're off. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, awesome. Really good. Um I'm I'm ha- I'm I'm getting getting a lot of people watching my videos constantly now, which is fantastic. That's that's kind of what you want. So I'm really happy with that. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you haven't watched my YouTube, why not? But also you don't have to. Um but <laughs> but yeah, no, it's going well. Really good. But I was definitely gonna do cool. I was yeah. definitely gonna do a video on on Aussie because um I yeah really do love Ozzy Osbourne. So um, I was going to do something about you know him sort of retiring and how much of a massive impact he's had had on the sort of metal landscape yeah. could not be understated by anyone you know Black Sabbath and Ozzy it's just huge so it is a really really big deal um, which I probably will talk about in greater detail after I've done my video because I probably would have sat down and actually thought about it as a subject but yeah I'm sad because right, yeah yeah the man is a legend. The man is an absolute legend. Yeah. And he's super old now, which is sad. And um, I don't <laughs> like it. 
Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like all. I don't like that all of these like rock legends and you know people that we were brought up up with to think that they were like indestructible. Like take Lemmy for instance. You know, you could have shot yeah, the guy. And he, yeah. The bullets probably would have bounced off. And then when people like that pass away or get old or you see them deteriorate, it's it's fucking horrible. It's really not nice. I don't enjoy it. But it's also great that these people have uh, given us massive back catalogues of awesome music so yeah and videos and with yeah. Aussie fucking tv shows and you know everything <laughs> I mean, just him being him is is a meme in itself because he's so so incredible so yeah sad but um it's 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 a legacy man the guy the people like that even eventually when he does pass away eventually you know in the future hopefully that's you know a while off but these people have got these people will be remembered for a long 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 time man so yeah cool yeah. Uh, that he's done that and said you know you must get to a point and think i i mean surely he can't do too much on stage at the moment he has been he's had a lot of illnesses since 2020 his his tour has been going on for the last five years because he kept on getting yeah. sick and pos- <laughs> postponing and stuff and i feel really bad because there were some people that were probably thinking this is my last chance to see ozzy now and now they definitely aren't going to see him so i can understand why some people would be annoyed by that but i think also they should be like you know obviously he has to kind of stop so i don't know how you feel about it yeah no uh, exactly the same i, I was just gonna say uh, a lot of people are probably absolutely gutted and probably people who had tickets uh mm-hmm. even more so but no one's gonna be more gutted than ozzy himself surely oh, right 100 percent um 100 percent. yeah you know that guy just wants to get on stage because he absolutely loves it. Just listen to an interview with him. Let's watch anything. Like the guy just loves like music and performing and being a performer. I don't know. He's been blessed because he got to do it for so long. But it must be even worse when you've been able to get up there and do it, and now you kind of can't anymore. It must feel like someone's, yeah, you know, ripped your soul away. So I do feel really bad for him. But um, yeah, you're right. No one's probably sadder than Ozzy is. Yeah. Well, moving on to. Some little bit, little bit more positive news. Mm-hmm. We've got, there's a new Linkin Park track coming out. It should be out by the time this episode's out. Yes, I am excited about that. Um, yeah, they they done a lot yeah. of. Um, I really like it. Was, it was very comprehensive, but with a hybrid theory when they released the um, the anniversary edition and they put everything. They put they put the the EP before. They put all reanimation. They put the demos they put the like studio stripped versions instrumentals like everything it's absolutely insanely comprehensive and i think that's really cool i like when they do that so putting unreleased music out there is even cooler because it's just like yeah. oh my god <laughs> i literally and <laughs> And there's always a pinch of salt with Linkin Park because, you know, you always think you always got the elephant in the room, which is obviously just the fact that Chester's not here anymore. And that always makes me kind of sad when I listen to Linkin Park now, even though they're probably one of my favorite bands of all time. But also it's nice that we will be getting to hear something that we haven't heard before. So, yes, I am excited and also excited to see what that release comes with when they release the 20th anniversary, if we get any demo versions or, you know, stuff that we haven't heard before versions of the songs that are on meteora so yeah i'm buzzing for it as a park fan stuff like this is fucking excellent yeah absolutely uh, i didn't know that the uh hybrid theory one had all that on yeah. it i never yeah dude go, never it, knew. It, it, it got put on spotify <laughs> as well yeah if you go to spotify 
Um, it might be the last thing they released, actually. Might be the last thing they released. If you go to Hybrid Fury 20th Anniversary Edition, there, there's, yeah. there's like five discs. Like, uh, it's it's wicked. It's wicked. Like, everything on there. B-sides, live at Radio 1 lounge bits, demos, the original Hybrid Theory EP. Um, yeah, it's Holy all on there. Shit. It's sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But trust me, a lot of it's worth listening to. It's re- there's some really, really great stuff. Especially the, um, what's really, if you listen to the one that says Hybrid Theory EP, that was the EP they done before they became Linkin Park and Hybrid Theory. And that has some absolutely right banging songs on it and you can really hear how they went from that to um hybrid theory it's a really interesting listen um yeah really good yeah. really worth it and uh like i said this whole thing will be good as well with it like four and a half hours and i'm sure mm. i could listen to all of that like there, there's some bands oh, yeah. who i'd put it on and and after an hour after the main songs i'd probably get a bit sick of it but with Linkin park there's no way yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. But honestly, <laughs> check it out. There's some stuff on there. It's worth listening to. And I hope they're going to do something similar with because I know that Mike Shinoda was speaking about how much work he put into it. You know, collating all the songs and seeing what he wanted to get, and okay. they got to try and get all versions of this stuff. He had a lot to do with it. So I think maybe most of them did. But I, I watched Mike Shinoda unboxing it on his YouTube channel, and he was talking about all the work that they put into yeah. it to get all the stuff to sound good for the fans. And Park have always been like that. They always want to give as much to the fans as possible, so sick. Yeah. Do you think they'll be touring again? Or have you, have no. you heard if they will be? I don't think you you'll don't think ever hear another note from Linkin Park live. I was I was leaning uh, the similar way. Uh, I don't really know why. I don't. I obviously don't know as much as you, but uh, I think have I said it before? Um, uh, people were writing to them saying like, well, "Why don't you just use a hologram for Jester?" And and Mike basically said, like, could you could you imagine having a hologram of your best friend who's gone right next mm. to you, sort of thing? Like, I, there's no way. At the time, that was a there few are, years yeah, back now. Yeah, uh, but I there are some see people, it, yeah, that are irreplaceable, irreplaceable. Yeah, kind of like um, you know, uh, like Queen. Now, uh, don't get me wrong, Adam Lambert is a fantastic singer, but they are sort of um, almost like a covers band of themselves, which is fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. they're playing all songs that were amazing. But you know, even Adam Lambert himself would tell you that Freddie Mer- he's not trying to replace Freddie Mercury because that would be impossible. He's just having fun yeah. singing Queen songs, perfectly fine. And if Linkin Park were to do that, it would be fine. But I feel like the expectation would be so much that it would put so much pressure on whoever took that role. Yeah. Also, you have to actually yeah. be able to do it. Because not only if they is was he tremendous, he was also one of the fucking best singers, legitimately ever. So, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not only do you have to find someone to fill their shoes and not have the pressure, you have to find someone that can fucking sing that good. So, I I just I I wouldn't be a fan of them doing anything. It would be acceptable if it was taken with a pinch of salt, but people won't do that when it comes to Lincoln Park because people are too, you know, mental about them. So. I would rather they just never play anything again, personally. But I could yeah. be wrong. Could be wrong. Yeah. No, I like I, said, I, I think I've been leaning the same way. I've, I've just seen people, uh, maybe not the, the download group online, but uh, definitely the, the Blue Rock Rid, Blue Ridge Rock Festival. I've seen people mm-hmm. posting there saying, like, let's get Linkin Park back again. And I just thought, I don't, don't think it'll happen. 
Anyway, I mean, they can't do it this year anyway because they need to have booked it ages ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Download at least a year in advance. You can't just go, oh, right, yeah, let's fuck this headliner off um, and get someone else in. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I, I'd rather they didn't, yeah. but in this day and age with bands, you know, you know, Pantera have got two dead members and they're still going. So <laughs> I know it's not the yeah. singer, so it's a bit different, but still it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole, whole thing. Well, um, do you have any other news for this um, section? Oh, yeah, new Slipknot song. Have you heard the new Slipknot song? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't like it. What did you think? You didn't I, like it? I didn't like I didn't like it. No. Okay. Uh, what did you think? Go on. You're going to tell us how much you I, liked it, aren't you? I really, really liked it. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Well, it's it's a, <laughs> it's an offshoot of the sort of weirdness and sort of experimental stuff that was on the last album, which I absolutely loved. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool. Really, really, really liked it. Um Cool. Head PE going to release a new album. It's uh, it's not a Head PE album. It's a Head PE covers album, um, which I'm actually looking forward to. They, it's all punk and I think maybe some Motown and other stuff from the 70s. It's called 70s Hits from the Pit. Um, and their cover of I Want to Be Sedated they've just released, which I think is um, really good as well. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, and anything Head PE that they've worked on for a bit of time is good just don't do any songs with any other people for a whole album because it sucked um <laughs> but um i was really annoyed as well because the Sandmine ep that had come out before that i thought was brilliant so it was really annoying me that they'd done yeah. like a really terrible album after that um apart from that i haven't really been listening to anything else i've been listening to a lot of old bring me the horizon obviously for this episode so not yeah. for this episode yeah. i mean i wanted to listen to it anyway but it, it was um yeah, so <laughs> uh, this is a lot of Lorna Shaw as well recently. A lot of Lorna Shaw. So yeah, I'm going through a bit of a oh. deathcore phase at the moment. Oh, nice. do you know what? Actually, Ooh. as well, I heard one Go of the on. most insane, crazy songs I've heard, and I'm not sure if I like this band as a whole. I think I like a couple of their songs, um, but I heard "Watch the World Burn." by falling in reverse i saw the music video first holy yeah s that is an I, absolute banger awesome i i will have to and i you know i'd never really listened to them that much before yeah it's uh, it starts off like a trap song and he does the most okay. disgusting really like rapping <laughs> ever and then it yeah. turns into like a my chemical romance song and then it ends up being like a, a a metalcore deathcore song. I can't explain it, but this song is <laughs> unreal. If you like stuff that's really messed up, listen to Watch the World Burn by Falling in Reverse. And if you can, watch the video because it might even be more messed up than the song is. It's uh, pretty awesome. pretty sick. Yeah, cool. Um, well, I got a couple of new releases. Uh, probably not, not as exciting as uh, some of the ones you had. But okay, as, as yeah, soon awesome. as people were mentioning like Slipknot in uh, in our Discord, and I listened okay. to it, and I was like, "Nah, I got I got other bands that have released stuff that I need to listen to." Go away, Slipknot. <laughs> um, but yeah, Self Deception have what they they put a post out saying that. Um, oh, okay. It's been leaked, 
one of the songs from the new album has been leaked, but I don't know if that's just a. Uh, it, 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 there's a new single that's been released. I don't know if uh, they leaked it deliberately or they're saying it's been leaked to build some hype. Or I don't, I don't know. If people, some bands might do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's not that great. It's a song called Eleven, I believe. I can't remember. Um, but it's not as good as their typical stuff. Uh, it just it'll be interesting. To, I was just just wait for the album to come out. I think it's coming out in March. Um, but that's it for my new releases. We have waffled for way too long. Uh, do you want to bring Ronnie in so we can talk about Bring Me the Horizon? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's bring him in. Hold on, I need, I need something for this. Right, Ronnie, I'm going to play the Summon Runny song on my African Bendai. Ronnie, 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 where are you? Where are you? Ronnie, 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 where are you? Where are you? Summon the Ronnie, the Ronnie, summon the Ronnie. Thank you, Simon. And thank you, Ronnie. Uh, yeah, so this episode is all about Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, we're doing we're doing three episodes uh, about the headliners for download. And Simon Simon knows far more than I do about... about, about uh, Jesus. Simon knows far more about Bring Me the Horizon than I do. So, as I said before, I'm going to hand the baton over to him for the majority of this episode. I'm going to chip in where I can. Um, but Simon, over to you. Uh, but I will need Adam's assistance because that's just pretty standard. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for the baton. <laughs> that's all right. Um, okay, so we'll start. We'll start at the beginning. I'll just give. I'll give you the first uh, sort of intro, like kind of like we did with the Papa Roach one. Uh, so obviously, bring me the horizon or BMTH, as a lot of people just put. So you know what that means. Obviously, they are a British band um, from Sheffield, uh, and they were formed in two thousand and four which is actually a crazy long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow, um, that's a long, long time ago. Um, so obviously, uh, in the group, of course, we've got um, Ollie Sykes uh, on guitar. We have uh, Lee Malia, bassist uh, Matt Keane, drummer Matt Nichols, and keyboardist Jordan Fish. So they've relatively been the same band for quite a long time. They have changed a guitarist and obviously... Jordan Fish never used to be in the band. They didn't have someone who'd done all the electric parts and extra drums and stuff, but we'll um we'll get to that. People back in the day will remember them as a massive MySpace band. If it wasn't for MySpace, I don't think this band ever would have got as big as they did. Yeah, okay. Because in 2006, MySpace was huge. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and Bring Me were sort of, yeah, just coming up and all of this kind of emo they looked like they should have played emo music because we used to call them Bring Me The Haircuts because <laughs> the the emo fringe was so low and so far over the face. I mean, there were no eyes. It was just hair. Um, so people used to take the piss out of the way they looked. And I did a lot back in the day. But then I saw them play and I was like, holy shit, they are like super talented. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just mugging them off just for the way they looked. But I think <laughs> everyone just sort of like said, yeah, okay, they look like emo nerds, but they play disgusting deathcore, which is really complex and weird timings. And, you know, they're obviously really talented. Um, so that's the first thing I remember about Bring Me The Horizon is Bring Me The Haircuts, 
going onto someone's MySpace profile and them having something from the EP. And um, I remember one of my best friends in the entire world, Eugene, just absolutely loving them from the get-go. Like, he had the EP straight away. Yeah. I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> I don't know who gave it to him. I don't know how the hell he found out about this band. But he had the EP, like, straight away, pretty much. And so I was subjected to that from the get-go. So yeah. I didn't like them initially. It was... I wasn't going through my sort of... I'd listen to heavier music. Like I listened to bands like Bleeding Through and Unearth, but I was more of a metalcore guy than a deathcore guy. At that point, if it didn't have any singing, I wasn't necessarily going to listen to it. Right. If it was metal. It would only be in the couple of years after that when I would really get into stuff that didn't necessarily have some form of nice vocals in it. So, yeah, but until I get onto like deathcore and shit like that. Yeah, just trying to think what I was listening to in 2006. Yeah, this 2006. Sort of, what was your what was your vibe? I don't know. This sort of thing vibe? has come up a lot, and I've I'm you. I can usually work out what I was into at the time. But 2006 was a quite a drunk year for me. I think I spent a lot of the time drinking. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was definitely <laughs> drunk in 2006. I was drunk that entirety of 2006, no doubt. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll that I was, will work on that. That was a. That was, uh, I remember, that was, this, these were the years. Um, like, so from like 20, 2000, and, I'd say from 2005 to literally like 2011, maybe a bit before that for the drinking, it would literally be, f- uh, yeah, it would be Monday, no drinks, Tuesday to the pub for pound a pint, yeah. <laughs> Wednesday, maybe some drinks around someone's house if they were having something over, Thursday, definitely drinks, Friday out, Saturday out, Sunday recover. <laughs> so we were drinking, you know, at least minimum four out of seven days a week yeah. for about at least five years straight. Like Bloody my hell. 20s, I obliterated my insides completely. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> And this was prime time for that. <laughs> well, as you've gone through yours, I think I should go go through mine. Wednesday was student night. Uh, oh, that, that was cheap. Yeah. That was cheap. Thursdays was karaoke. Yeah. Fridays and wow. Saturdays. Oh my god! Please yeah. tell me. Wait, 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 wait. Please tell me you've done some karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Were there any? Was there? Is there anything that you would do? Is it? Is there like one that you do if you do karaoke? Yes, there was. Uh, oh I my god! Of... Please, I want to know what this is. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, no, it's nothing spectacular. It's, it's nothing to get excited about. Uh, the one I would always do was 500 miles, but there are a lot. Everyone does that. A lot of people do that, so it wasn't like my thing. I was just, uh, I was just copying everybody else, really. But I did do a can, few other can ones. Can you sing? No, no, I can't. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a really good song if you if you're not a great singer. Yeah, because it's it's singing slash talking. It's like sing talking. Yeah. So even if you don't have a great voice. You can kind of make that song sound all right, which is a, actually a really, really good choice for someone who's not a singer. Yeah. I mean, I I was always drunk. And I, I remember I always tried doing the Scottish accent as well. And, and that was terrible. Like, I, oh, God, every time bad. I was like, why did I do that? Uh, but a couple of those, my favourites uh, were uh, Brian Adams and Mousy, When You're Gone. I managed to get a girl up oh to sing that God, with me. Oh, my God, that's an absolute she, tune. She had never heard of it. She came up with me and was like, oh, yeah, I sing this with you. I thought she'd heard the song. She had no idea. I didn't know until after we got off. Um, Mate, that's a tune. Yeah. I'd do that with you. I'll do the Mel C parts. <laughs> I love that song, man. And uh, the other one, I, I, I thought 
So as a singer, you can talk. Sorry, we've gone off on one again. Uh, we do this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we, guys. We but. haven't even got two minutes into talking about <laughs> Bringing the Horizon and already we're talking about something else. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get back there in a second, guys, and then we won't go off. But we sorry, will. I have to know about his karaoke. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, Yeah, another one I really wanted to do. I really liked the song. I'd never tried singing it before, but it was um, Always. That's Bon Jovi as well, isn't it? Yeah, Bon yeah, Jovi, Always. Bon Jovi. And I got up there. I thought I did really well. Uh, and a guy who was there with me, I came off and he was like, yeah, no, that's a really, really hard song to sing. And I thought, well, I can't sing. So there's no way that sounded good. It doesn't sound like a hard song to sing, but I guess people who are, who are singers like yourself will know when there are hard songs to sing, right? You know what oh, songs are dude, difficult. I wouldn't. No. It's not the first one I would attempt to sing because I, <laughs> I, I think it would be quite hard to sing. I, that never occurred to me. I thought it would be quite easy. Uh, I tell you right now, right? As someone who can sing, the best people to watch do karaoke or do karaoke with are the people that can't sing, right? Yeah. When you get up and you're a singer and you can sing, at least to just like a decent standard, it's fun and it's fun for the people, but it's kind of boring. It's right, okay. always better when you have someone that can't sing and they are giving it everything they've got. Yeah. That is <laughs> 10 times more entertaining then someone going up doing karaoke and singing the song perfectly. It's always... Karaoke is meant for people that can't sing. That's what it's for. It's supposed to be yeah. fun for those. So I always prefer watching other people. I'll go up and sing and everyone will be like, that's good. Yeah, he can sing. So big deal. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. But if someone, <laughs> the next guy gets up, they can't sing a note and attempts the hardest song ever. And you're like, this guy's the shit. Because he had the balls to get up there. Or she had the balls to get up there and actually tr- attempt to sing it so yeah, yeah. that's cool awesome. I'd love to watch you do karaoke <laughs> I haven't done karaoke oh my before. god I really hope this karaoke at my stag do yeah I just thought <laughs> that because you're getting up there boy <laughs> you are getting up there mate oh my lord well we all know <laughs> I can't wait I've got the looks of Freddie Mercury because I've got a big teeth um, but I can't sing any Queen at all damn uh, anyway it, don't we, we will I'm sure I will get up and try and sing something please Please, I'll get up with you. We'll do um, Mel C and Brian Adams when you're gone. Okay, That'll cool. be a, come on, sing it. It's a good song, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's such a good song. It is a good song. I was only listening to that a couple of weeks ago and saying to Vicky, this is a, this is an absolute banger. Yeah. Um, right, should we talk about Bring the Horizon? Uh, no, I want to talk Before about... the people that have joined this podcast <laughs> that are new completely turn it off. I want to talk about 90s pop music still. <laughs> we'll get there we'll do an episode uh, yeah. about we our favourite 90s pop bands that is a good good idea <laughs> yes bring me the horizon sorry back on course uh, but, but it wasn't long? you it was probably me that took it off tangent <laughs> so don't apologise um, I was actually thinking so this is more of a general thing before we go into like we'll go through some of their albums and stuff they might be and I was trying to think off the top of my head I didn't look on sort of download festival history to see there's four bands that I can say that I have known them or been aware of them since their beginnings. Right. And now they've headlined Download Festival. So we can't say Maiden because we weren't okay. alive when they yeah. came out. We can't <laughs> right. say that. But I say within my within our lifetime, but I personally have either liked or been very aware or subjected these bands from the beginning, which are Slipknot. I was okay. there right from the beginning, pretty much. Yeah. They've headlined download, so it was great to see, you know, through the teenage years to now their transition. Avenge Sevenfold, pretty much there at the beginning. Yeah. They've managed to headline. 
Um, Biffy Clyro. Saw Biffy Clyro support Limp Biscuit in 2004. And now I've seen them, you know, like fucking play download twice, which is great. And Bring Me's the other one. So it's just really cool to have been present from a band's beginnings and to see them go all the way up and now be headlining the sort of festival that you, you know, have fallen in love with basically. So just, I wrote that down because I just thought that was interesting. Like we're coming to that point now where that 20 year cycle of bands that started that long ago are just coming up now to sort of, you know, Slipknot and that got big quite, you know, much quicker than that. And it took them 10 years to headline festivals where bands like Broom Their Eyes and it's taken, you know, nearly 20 years, 19 years, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting point that, you know, we have seen some bands literally come straight from the bottom and go right to the top from nothing. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of any others. That's interesting. And we'll, we'll, we'll have to see if the next one is another band who uh, you've liked right from their beginning. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um so, let's talk let's talk bring me albums, shall we? So, um how many albums do they have? Hold on, wait. 1 2 3 4 5 6. Okay, so t- they have six albums. So six albums. Spoiler, I I like all of them to varying <laughs> degrees. Um, some I like more than others. Some I consider to be essential or albums that are must listen to albums and albums that rank right up there when it comes to greatest metal albums of all time. So some of the albums I do consider to be very good. Um, so you, you said you had actually had a chance to listen to their first album, Count Your Blessings from 2006. Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? What what did you what did you think did you have do you have anything to say any notes on that bad boy um, well honestly I got at the gates vibes from it and and I was not yeah. expecting that at all uh, and I thought like because I, I I really quite liked at the gates back at that at this point so oh yeah great know. band but I mean what well, this this was a time before uh before like a lot of streaming services anyway so uh, I don't think I knew anybody who had the album. I wasn't that interested in them, so I never never went out and got the album. But I think mm. if if I had at the time, I probably would have been a much much bigger Bring Me the Horizon fan from from there on out. Well, you've actually made like a really really good um, observation there, which is I I will mention on the second album how much they are influenced by European metal especially okay. melodic deathcore and deathcore. Yeah. I didn't mention them exactly, but bands very similar and you can hear on that you can hear the the melodic deathcore influences from bands like that yeah. and other bands that I'll mention. So you have literally hit the nail right <laughs> on the head, dude. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, it wasn't... when we go to the second album, it's produced by someone who produced all of those bands. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you you were your ears are really working for you there because you're totally right they they took a lot from the european sound and they took a bit like the beatdowns and stuff from the more american hardcore stuff and sort of fused those two together with just like horrible vocals but yeah dude spot on with that one mate so i'll just give you quickly my views on this album so count your blessings 2006 if you like deathcore it's a must listen to album it's a really i actually forgot how much of a good deathcore album this is it's brilliant it's tons of fun they're not taking themselves too seriously. Killer guitar work, sick breakdowns, really disgusting beatdowns. For any uh, sort of deathcore fan, 
this is a highly recommend this is a very very good deathcore album especially for someone's first album it's actually insane how good it is um i'd recommend the songs do you listen to for stevie wonder's eyes only um i used to make out with medusa and pray for plagues i think are the best songs from that album um moving on 2008 they come up with uh, an album that i see a load of people sort of remembering very fondly I would probably say this album's at the bottom of the pile for me, really? personally, okay. in albums. Not that it's bad. None of them are bad. It's just, I think this is just my least favourite. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the last one I would go to, I think, um, from all of them. Um, it was also a slight change away from the sort of deathcore bit they've done and a few other things. But did you get a chance to listen to this one at all? Uh, only briefly. Uh, Simon will know. If you're in Discord, you'll also know I... I lost my headphones um, a few days ago. Uh, I did listen to the second and third albums very, very briefly, uh, but I, I don't know. My my my, earf- my earphones were a bit rubbish anyway, so I I could do with spending a bit more money on them. Uh, anyway, yeah. But yeah so I, I listened to it briefly. I probably I can't really comment on it too much. Um, so no, basically, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that's cool. I'm afraid that's all right. So we'll talk about it because the European thing is going to come. Out. So yeah. yeah, this one a slate slight change of direction they did go more towards those sort of metal um european metal influence it was it was, it was produced by frederick nordstrom who had produced um demo Borgir, arch enemy soil work like legitimately some of the best sort of european metalcore deathcore melodic deathcore bands yeah um okay. so it was kind of bringing that to it i just I'm, I'm not so keen on the songs i think that some of the riffs are quite good and that um, but on this one, I think that he added, they put actually some electronic stuff in there. It was only quite subtle on this album. Obviously, it gets way further to the forefront when you listen to the new Bring Me stuff. Um, but yeah, heading towards the metal core more than death metal, um, sorry, death core style stuff. But still a good listen. But I would say this, I wrote this down specifically. One of my criticisms of this album is that all of the riffs sound very similar all right like the first song and second song the riffs are almost exactly the same i think it's probably it it sounds like it's just the same riff just played in different key like it's got some good songs on it but i just i i I, listening back to this one in retrospect i really didn't get anything from this album as much as i did as any of the others and this is probably the one i remember the least because it's the one i've listened to the least yeah so you know i don't really care that much about this album but I still would recommend recommend Chelsea Smile, which is by far one of the best heavy Bring Me songs. Um, and uh, Sleep With One Eye Open, which is one of the most <laughs> disgusting songs that Bring Me Horizon have ever made. It's great fun. But um, apart from that, I wouldn't recommend anything from the album. And I'm sure a lot of people will slate me for that because a lot of people consider this to be like the best Bring Me album from the heavy, from, really? you know, oh, okay. the heavy yeah. phase of Bring Me um so yeah think what you will of that one um would you like to say anything more on that uh no uh little, just gonna say it's one. interesting uh that you said um uh, soil work in there because i i was a huge huge fan of soil work um, oh yeah what a band yeah it's one of those bands that i sort of got into late so i stuck on the whole discography on spotify so i couldn't tell you what's from nice. what album i couldn't tell you <clears> what what's from what year or anything like that or any of the song names because i was always busy working what i had it on but uh 
I, I, I liked a lot of their stuff. So it would be interesting going back and listening to the sort of things that they put out at the same time and see how similar it is. Mm. Or, you know, if you can hear the, the what's the right word? The influence that the producer has on the two, the two bands, the two albums at the time. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. Yeah. I think I think not so necessarily so much on that album, but the album after, which we'll talk about now, okay. I think that's the one that you could listen to and think, I can really hear those, because it's more melodic than Suicide Season is. Right. It's got that melodic deathcore, like, you can hear... It, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I don't know if, if our, our ears are just more in tune, but I can tell when a band's European and when a band's American. Yeah. Especially in metal. I don't know what it is. It's just there's a specific European metal sound yeah. that I can hear a band ninety nine percent of the time. I'm not saying it's I'm perfect or anything, but and I my ears will will go to me. There's something European here. Yeah, and I always thought that about Bring Me the Horizon, and I never looked into who produced their albums or anything. But I always thought they had more of a European. And like we said before, we'll get there. But Semper Eternal. Sounds like some of the songs on that sound like raunchy albums from, you know, six or seven years before. So they were definitely taking influences from European metal bands. Yeah. Um, and, and American stuff, of course, but, you know, a lot from that. But anyway, so um, third album, There Is A Hell, Believe Me, I've Seen It, There Is A Heaven, Let's Keep It A Secret. That's, first of all, an incredible album name. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, again, this one was produced by Frederick Nordstrom. So he produced, you know, Dimor Begir, Arch Enemy, Soil Work, among many others. Um, so, yeah, again, British, uh, sort of British slash European metal. This one's more metal core feel, but this one also has more experimentation. So it feels more orchestral like a lot of um european metal is epic has an epic sound yeah this album has an epic sound like it sounds like you could have an orchestra start at any moment <laughs> and it would and it wouldn't fault the album at all like you could do an snm with this album and nothing would be taken away from it um but yeah still lots of heavy moments um really 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 great vocals on this i think this is when ollie's vocals he started to step away from just doing screaming right and he started to do scream singing so kind of like the halfway transition point between screaming and singing it was like a combination of the two yeah um very raspy and very very good i think he at this point he's probably thinking i want to be a singer as well as someone who can scream and this is when he started to transition between the two but you can really feel the change in this album and it really gives you a glimpse of the greatness that they were going to achieve um, on the next album, but we'll get there. Um, but there's definitely shades of greatness on this one. Do you remember anything from this album? No. No, I didn't. Uh... Oh, no, it's the third <clears> one. Yeah, no, I don't really remember a lot. Um, okay, this but... is, so so fr- from their heavy phase, yeah. I I would recommend that you go back and listen to this one. Yeah. Uh, from the first three albums, because I think this one might give you a real like, oh, okay, I might want to delve in a bit deeper here. Yeah. From that bit, going forward, there's others, but from the first three, I'd recommend this yeah. one that you listen to and go, oh, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. No, just thinking about the. Uh, uh, so so yeah, I I didn't get a chance to recently. Just trying to think about why I didn't really 
liked them or wasn't too keen about them at the time as well. But I know there, there was a lot of bands at the time doing that sort of raspberry singing, wasn't there? And, and I, I didn't like it. I liked, I, I liked screaming or I liked singing. I, I wasn't too keen on the sort of halfway point. Um, I don't know why. There's just, like I said, a lot of bands were doing it. And I was like, nah, all of you, go away. Mm. <laughs> I don't like that, you know, <clears throat> that style. <laughs> A whole genre went out the window. That's the old Adam, people. Yeah. That's not him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I will go back. And... Now, this guy's, now this guy's recommending bands to us, so the, the, the tables have turned. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I will go back and listen to that one, definitely, then. Yeah, so from, uh, so from this one, just to crack onto the end of that, I would recommend It Never Ends, Alligator Blood, and I will say that Blessed With A Curse is the first Bring Me song that actually gave me feels rather than just thinking that their music was really good and heavy. Okay. Like When I listen to that mu- that song now, I'm not sure whether I should cry or break things. Okay. That song to this day still gives me a very strange feeling yeah. in a really good way <laughs> that I can't explain. Okay. That song hits me in the feels. It does every time. Yeah. If they play it a download... I'm not sure. Uh, they probably won't. They probably won't play anything off this album. But if they were to play it a download, I possibly might get a bit emotional. I'm not sure what that song does to me. Yeah. But it does something weird to me. I'm not sure <laughs> what it is, but very strange. Very strange. But yeah, I do recommend Bless of a Curse because I think that's a uh, definitely one of my favorite Bring Me songs. Yeah, but cool. yeah, I'll listen to that. Just brilliant. Yeah, just brilliant. Uh, right, moving on. 2013. Uh, where this is where a lot of people became Bring Me fans. Um, everything else was before was probably too heavy. This was a beautiful segue between heavy and a more, I want to say, modern sounding new metal-y kind of sound, um, but still on the heavy side. A lot of people got into Bring Me The Horizon at Sempraternal. I'm sure we're all aware it was a huge album at the time, is still considered now to be one of the best metal albums for within the recent past anyway, definitely. Um, and it was produced by Terry Date, who has legitimately produced some of my favourite albums of all time. Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power, Incubus Science, Deftones White Pony, Limp Biscuit, Chocolate Starfish, the list literally go Funeral for Friend, Hours. The list goes on and on and on with the stuff that Terry Date has produced. And... He pulled another one out the bag here with Sempraternal. <laughs> this album is of a, another level. But a big change to that would be that this is where they brought on Jordan Fish, who now plays all the electric stuff for them. So all the keyboards, all the samples, does extra drums, does backing vocals. He really beefed up this band and took it to the next level. Yeah, Watching Bring Me Without Him is legitimately like watching two different bands. Okay. He brought so much to this band. He... he, he, he contributes so much to the writing so much to the process of recording so much to the sound um and the way that bring me on now he was the big catalyst for change in this band i always feel like that they weren't afraid to do what they wanted but once he joined this band and as we'll see from the albums after just could do whatever the fuck they wanted yeah like they weren't afraid to do anything anymore so yeah jordan fish was a big catalyst for this um he was just a studio musician. I think they used him on the last album before this, but uh, they made him a full-time member on this because um, he was contributing so much to the to the writing process and stuff. Um, from a sound standpoint, 
I think this might be one of the best sounding metal albums there's ever been, possibly, apart from post-human survival horror, but we'll oh, get to that. Okay. Um, it's just okay. everything. Everything about this yeah, album a big, uh, is... A big uh, statement. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Everything about this album... I would have told you the same thing in 2013. Everything about this album is almost perfection. The, the riffs, the writing, the hooks, the orchestral parts, the drumming, the vocal, it is just all like capturing a super amazing moment within the band like unreal it's a must listen to album yeah. if you're listening to this and you're, you haven't listened to bring me the horizon or you haven't you haven't bothered right i'm telling you right now just go and listen to scent fraternal you will not you will not be disappointed <laughs> and if you are i would love to know why because uh, i mean it starts off with a linking park song it's not a linking park song <laughs> but it is a linking park song <laughs> so yeah Go and check it out. Uh, Sent Returnal is well worth your time. I'm sure I don't have to tell a lot of you how good this album is. Um, but from everything, I would, I would, there's no song I would recommend. I, I just recommend the whole album. Everything. I recommend every song, every moment of this. So, yeah. Yeah, was it? Go and check it out. Have you ever heard it? Yes, I have. I heard it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, baby. It was a long time ago. After you said, the first time you said that uh, it's, got, it's got some raunchy sounding sort of vibes mm. to it and i listened to it and i was like, i don't know i didn't hear that <laughs> this is rubbish now i was i mean that was a long time ago that was probably one of the first few episodes now i understand how much more you know about music than i do and i am more open to things so just like you were saying a minute ago I, I, when we when we started this podcast i was the kind of guy uh, and i'm sure many of you know people like this where if i was to make a, a new playlist half of it would be like 2002 2003 classics because i can't i couldn't i couldn't get over them i couldn't get past them I couldn't get to new music <laughs> so uh yes so i am learning i am getting there and and just just hearing you i mean i wasn't i mean i obviously wanted to talk about premier horizon because of the the headlining download i wanted to listen to them but hearing you talk about them now makes me want to listen to them even more it, make you, it makes me want to be a fan of them not just listen to them so uh it's, it's insane it's insane and i hope it's work i hope yeah i hope this works for the people listening as well because uh i mean not not that bring me the right need new fans they got so so many fans anyway but uh i mean all the headlines do, but it's true it's insane and uh i mean this is the kind of thing we wanted to do anyway so uh yes i yeah. will definitely I uh, should have done the research for the episode. Things happened. I couldn't do so much, but uh, <laughs> I think I'm a fan of Bring Me the Horizon now without even listening to it. Well, maybe we might have to we might have to add Bring Me the Horizon to your how many bands um, full discographies have you got to listen to in this year? Uh, I said I was going to do twenty. <laughs> you, you might as well get Bring Me in there then, because might um, as well. There's 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 only there's only like six or seven albums, yeah. so. But I, I was and, thinking um, about it. And they're all good. I, I was thinking about it, and, and and a lot of the bands that I'll listen to, I won't need to listen to all their albums because I'll know a few of them. So I only oh, like maybe go, two exactly. or three albums that I need to catch up with to to know that all of their studio albums. But uh, yeah, I, I think I will. Would bring me good. just from listening to good. You, I'm glad I you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank good, good. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's worth it though. Like that, you know. I I I think their discographies interesting because of where they came from 
and yeah. where they are now. I think that's interesting enough just to listen to the discography for that reason because they started here and ended up fucking all the way over here. Yeah. And then sometimes they bring it, you know, occasionally they bring it back around again. I just think that's really interesting that a band that went from, you know, making songs called, you know, Pray for Plagues and I Made Out with Medusa are now doing songs live at Reading with fucking Ed Sheeran. Like, I, I just think that's a really interesting band path. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think why I think it's that um, they're such a divisive band and so many people don't like them is because... I, I, I don't know. I think when bands just do whatever they want, I, I think that people don't like it. When ba- when bands step out of what is expected of them, a yeah. lot of people just go, get back in your fucking box, Deathcore band. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, as a musician, I'm seeing it from the other side where I'm thinking, imagine being in a band where you've got a, a Deathcore album, uh, essentially what is a rock pop album, and, you know, like a metalcore album all in your six or seven (laughs) albums so yeah i I think that that's that makes me like them even more (laughs) not less it makes me like them more because they have the talent to make all these different styles and actually they've actually all turned out good yeah but i mean (laughs) the the best musicians have got influences from everything everywhere as well Mm -hmm. anyway like it's it's, it's only the elitist fans that are stuck in their own little box wants to keep the band in the box but like it's, it's like you've said I, I if we wanted to do a top 10 albums of all time none of yours would be the rock or metal or, or alternative um Mm-mm. so that just goes to show that you're not <laughs> yeah, just your come from different places yeah, you, influence yeah. yeah yeah you want to be a good musician yeah you can't just take influence from one area you've got to take it from everywhere yeah i think that makes you a better musician i think you'll find that Anyone that you consider to be a fantastic musician, if you sat them down and spoke to them, you'd be like, they would 99% of the time have a very eclectic taste in music or at least listen to different genres because it's just easier to build yourself as a musician when when you're trying different stuff. And yeah, some stuff doesn't pan out. Some bands try stuff and it doesn't work out. But they tried it. It's what they wanted to do. So I, I think that's more interesting than just going, oh... We're a metal band. We're expected to be a metal band, so we can only make metal. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine if you if that's what you want to do. But I think some musicians would want to go. Do you know what? We can be a metal band, but why don't we add some other elements into it? We're still a metal band, but you know, let's put a fucking some trap hi hats in there, yeah. or <laughs> I don't know, put a fucking dance beat over. I don't know, like try. You know what I mean? But that, that's just we could so we could do a whole episode about that because yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, let's go listen to Semper Eternal because it's good. Again, I, I will try. Uh, yes, mo- <laughs> again. Uh, so moving on to the next one, which was That's the Spirit from 2015. An album that a lot of people prefer to Semper Eternal. Um, okay. I'm sure there's loads of Bring Me fans out there that like That's the Spirit better than Semper Eternal simply because it, um, I don't know, has more of a sort of cleaner, nicer feel. I don't want to say it's a poppier record because they don't really get poppy until Amo, which is after, but uh yeah it's kind of like a continuation of what you heard on Saint Paternal, right uh, on some levels okay. a step in a more alternative metal direction rather than a metally direction um still fantastic loads of great songs um yeah like i said before some people still prefer it to Saint Paternal. i don't think it's as good an album but it's still in my top five bring me albums so i still love this album very much um and I think that this is where Ollie's vocals, where he started to sing rather than sing scream. Yeah. So 
he actually has some really good singing vocals on that's the spirit um but it was less half half some of the stuff was half half and a lot of it was actual singing so for him it must have been a really really excuse me really cool step yeah um in the direction that he wanted to go uh crazy they released seven singles from this album Did they? seven singles from this and the next album each of them had seven that just shows you how popular bring me the horizon had got from Semper Eternal. yeah that on the next album they could release <laughs> seven singles which is absolutely insane um it was a few more slower tracks on this one. Like I said, it is still really good. Don't like it quite as much, but I know people out there that prefer it to uh, Eternal. Um But I would recommend from this one Doomed, which was the track that you were thinking about. The first track that's got the sort of little trap beats and stuff in it. Yeah. It is a good song. It's just a sort of slow builder, but of an epic okay. one. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend Doomed, Happy Song, Drown and Throne from this song. Because they're all, uh, from this album, excuse me, they're all killer tracks i would say yeah well i i I knew throne because that was Mm. on like scars and kerrang or one of them i can't remember which one we were watching a lot of the time it was on that all the time and um we were probably quite often doing different things and it just grew on me like and 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 after a while i was like who Mm. who is this band like i I, and it was bring me the horizon i never expected to like a bring me the horizon song uh fun fun fact the same happened with uh, like uh, sleeping with sirens, is it? With the really high pitched voice, and and that was oh, never yeah. ever my kind of music at the time either. Like it, when I first started, I was like, "What's this?" And it just grew on me, and it was really good, you know. I so I was start maybe I was starting my journey to enlightenment even back then. But yeah, no, you were, you were, you you were, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I thrown such a good song. It's such a good song, and uh, mm. and so I will listen to this really one. Good. Uh, and listen to more of the more of the other stuff. But you said that the next one is more of a um, like singy, poppy kind of. It yeah, it's more of a step away. Step so away. let's yeah, let's move on to Amo, which is 2019. I, think I might enjoy that um, one a bit more. And this sure. is the good thing about this band; you can just see them. They're just it's just progression, progression. They're just doing what they want. They're going to go in this direction. They're going in that direction. So this one, yeah, it's like a plethora of different styles in this one. You, you've got you've got pop, straight up pop songs alternative pop songs i would say not pop pop you know it's not fucking s club seven but it is alternative pop music um metal dance edm they they, they don't hold back on this album it's great it's a really diverse album but all of the songs are excellently crafted like ridiculously this is probably my second or third favorite bring me album um great hooks just just amazing just uh, again seven singles from this album seven <laughs> yeah. of them it's uh, insane uh, one one of them featuring danny filth so that tells you all you need to know about that single yeah I, I, um I but singles or any of the songs i would say that yeah i would say that um Sempraternal and That's the Spirit were very well received by bring me fans and sort of casual fans but Amo, because it went in a more poppy direction and stepped away from the more metal stuff, even though there is metal on this album and a lot of that in there, uh, people didn't like it as much because it was a bit of a step away from what they had done before. Um, I love it. I think it's an incredible record. I think it's. I think the production's amazing. Immense. I think their production's always good, but on this, it's very, very good. Um, and yeah, I love it. I think it's a must-listen to, especially if you like the... You know the poppier side of alternative music. I think this is a really good, would be a really nice yeah. 
decent decent listen um i'd recommend mantra nihilist blues wonderful life and medicine from this one awesome yeah i know i don't know anything about this one at all <laughs> so i can't help you out with this one okay. i'm afraid it'll be good it'll, it'll be worth it yeah uh, and finally their last album uh that they have brought out um post-human survival horror in 2020 so we only got like a year it came at the end of 2020 but basically only a year later after amo um again it's a combination of the poppier stuff but has a heavier edge so this song this i think was well received by the fans because it they took those poppy catchy elements but put them with heavier songs right so the vocals are still poppy but the music isn't as poppy as amo was so yeah it was produced by mick gordon who is the composer of the doom eternal soundtrack (laughs) apparently they had been playing doom eternal and thought that the soundtrack was so fucking great they got in contact with this guy (laughs) and he ended up producing (laughs) i think he produced actually i think there was like three tracks he didn't do and the rest of them he done yeah um but i mean i talked about the production before production on this is we're talking another level absolutely if you're if you work in production or you understand music production or if you have anything to do or if you re- like really nice good sounding albums that are dense full of stuff this album is nuts production wise there's so much going on so many elements i hear something new every time i listen to this album there's something buried in the mix that my brain hasn't comprehended yet and i'm always figuring stuff out i was in the car the other day listening to mantra with Carter on the way down to Bournemouth. And we're driving there and I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> I've never heard that synth part before. <laughs> Wait, go back. Yeah, I've listened to this song about 50 times. I've never heard that synth part before. Yeah. Just because different speakers bring it out, you know. Uh, never yeah, heard it in my headphones. Sense. Yeah. But I could hear it in the car and it just shows you how many, when you're really good at producer and you're really good and you work with these bands and you try and get the most out of them you can, if you layer an album like perfectly, you can listen to that album a hundred times and not hear everything. Yeah. That's what a good producer will do. So production wise, this is a must listen. Um, but yeah, uh, great combination. Heavy guitars, electronic sounds. Some of it sounds like the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Some of it sounds like Bring Me the Horizon. It's amazing. And Ollie's voice on this is, I mean, he's gone through the terms on AMO is really good, but on this, it's just, it's just brilliant. And now he's a great live singer as well, which he, he, was always struggling to do and i feel like now he's got to that point where he can sing really well live as well as on the albums yeah which is hard to match up if you're coming from a being a screamer and going all the way to try and be an actual singer which is difficult i know screaming is very difficult as well but trying to be a good singer and front man is a difficult thing to do and i feel like now he's almost reached that point where he's as good live as he is on the albums and i know they use samples and backing vocals and all that sort of stuff but every band does that now so it it, it doesn't matter you know what i mean you could be any band and you you bring in background vocals and stuff but yeah uh but yeah a brilliant album i think it's really good i recommend parasite eve king slayer featuring baby metal which is just just insane just that song's mental <laughs> uh and ludens which is my personal favorite song off of the album and that is all of the bring me the horizon albums awesome uh do you have a favorite did you say you did you say it in that? I'd probably say Sempraternal is my favourite. Yeah. I'd say Sempraternal is my favourite album. 
Um, but it, it, there's some, you know, I, I think that post-human cyber horror, horror, that's the spirit, AMO, they're all running close seconds. And then after that, you've got all the others, which I all, I don't think there's any bad Broom the Horizon album. Yeah. I think that any of those could be someone's favorite and I would say, get you. So very, um, very good. Very consistent. I think yeah. other people might, cause you know, they're splitting too. Some people might listen to the poppy of, and go, wow. And then listen to the count your blessings and go, what on earth is this? <laughs> Because it's literally like two different bands. Yeah. You know, it's it's the, it's literally like you've listened to two different bands, but it's the same it's the same band. So it is a bit hard for people to sort of adjust to that. So um, our, uh, oh, we, we'll do a, don't worry, we will do a playlist, guys. We'll do a Bring Me The Horizon playlist. Cool. Um, we'll make that and it will be attached to the episode so you guys can listen to um, loads of different Bring Me The Horizon stuff. Yeah, cool. And I just want to quickly mention, just quickly, cool. quickly, uh, the singles they've released since then I really like Die For You I think it's awesome I really like Strangers I think you've said that you like the song Strangers as well haven't yes, you yes yeah that's really good and uh, their cover with Ed Sheeran of his own song Bad Habits I think is so good that it's better than the original version I've not heard that one like n- now you said it I, I, I remember there was so much hype about it everyone talking about it mm. uh, and I, I, just, I didn't listen to it I don't know why I just didn't go just weird. I was in I was in London with Vicky, and we were going to see Paradise Lost, and we were in the hotel, literally drinking for Paradise Lost. Yeah. And I think she told me, or I told her, I can't be sure. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> bring me the horizon. Ed Sheeran just released a track, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, let's listen to it. And we were both like, that's sick. <laughs> that's so good. Like, I think she might have already liked the original song. I I I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan or anything, but. Obviously, he writes fantastic songs. Yeah, but um, I was like, oh, oh, that's that's really good. That's re- I really like the sound of Ed Sheeran and like distorted guitars, which sounds <laughs> like it won't work, but it actually works really well. Yeah. So I wonder how many of yeah you should listen to it. It's really good. Enjoy it too. Probably quite, well, probably all of them. Probably, probably a lot of them. Um, but yeah, no, I will. I will. I yeah. definitely will go through and listen to a lot of these. Um, Something I should have done before the episode, to be honest, but we set ourselves out on a schedule and uh, I didn't get to it. So uh, um, next week will be different. Uh, but yeah, I what was it? I said about Throne, didn't I? Um, have you ever seen them live? Bring me. Yes. That- yeah, I saw them live in very early, uh, probably 2000 and it may even be 2006. It's six or seven. Yeah. I saw them. I saw. Them, I can't remember who they were supporting. They were supporting someone, and that was a time I remember going, "Oh, not this band!" <laughs> and then being like, "Wow, they're actually really good." Um, so proper like early deathcore days. I saw them at Download in two thousand and seven or eight. I want to say eight. Yeah. Um, and then I saw them in like twenty twelve, and I don't think I've seen them. I don't. Oh, I haven't. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I definitely haven't seen them since. 2014 so i haven't seen them i didn't see them at last download but they haven't played download since 2014 so it's been a long time that bring me haven't played this festival so i know it's a big deal them coming back to headline but the fact that they haven't played download in so long is also a big deal yeah definitely i'm uh i i I know i've said it on the show a few times now but i am looking forward to seeing seeing them even though i don't know much of their Mm -hmm. stuff at the moment like I, I just just the amount you've spoken about them already, or the amount that we've both spoken about them and how they they should be ready to headline. 
uh, just yeah. got me excited. Yeah, and if you, I mean, a perfect thing to do that is, dude, go watch the Reading set. Yes. It's yes. all on I, YouTube. That's one of the main mean, things that got me excited, yeah. Yeah, it's wow. It really is, yeah. you know, you watch that, and I know the people that went and started posting on all the download pages just to say, they're ready. Yeah. They're ready. Yeah. They're ready now. Like, get them now while you still can get them sort of thing. So I'm really really happy that they were announced for this year's download i think it's a really good move and um yeah i think it will add to the popularity of this year's download even more with them being a such a hot band at the moment let's get them there man i can't wait i can't wait to be standing there i'm gonna sing <laughs> probably every song probably every song of every track i reckon nice <laughs> like i said before i said this to adam before i said i thought i just liked bring me the horizon it turns out i love bring me the horizon <laughs> i just never realized it yeah i just never realized it how much i actually do i am into this band which is quite i think it's quite clear now to everybody that uh you are even though you you did sit down and do research i don't know you probably didn't have to do very much uh just just odd little bits um i just listened to stuff that i hadn't listened to in a while like um like uh, suicide season you know that's the album i go to the least so i thought i'll stick it on man and I was surprised with some of it. I was like, "Oh God, I completely forgot about this song. Awesome!" But all, but all the new stuff, I could have done it without anything. But I just needed to go back to the older stuff and sort of remind myself of their stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's all coming it's oozing back into my brain." Awesome, um, cool. I think this. The, I would say though quickly, the annoying thing is though is I I, I looked at their set from Reading and they don't play anything before Saint Paternal. Really. I was, I was. So it's just all sem- about asking It's all Sempraternal past. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all. No, there's nothing on the set list before Sempraternal. So it's all, you know, mainly. So I mean, I say new. I mean, Sempraternal was ten years ago. Yeah. So everything from the last ten years, but nothing before that. So you know, no Chelsea smile, no blessed with a curse, no pray for plagues. <laughs> they definitely aren't playing any of that deathcore stuff. But what I was going to say is, that's a Reading set yeah true not a download yeah, okay. set you're not gonna play play for praise <laughs> on the main stage at a reading so you know um, a headline set on the reading so i their download set might be more metally yeah i don't know and who knows what they'll release before then either because they've released singles but i can't really find any information about them releasing a new album so i i can't tell you if they're going to release any sort of new music so i don't know yeah if if you know you tell us because I, I can't really find <laughs> anything about it so yeah that's a pretty good caveat to put in there actually that it wasn't a download set because uh, I, I was just about to ask yeah do you think there uh, is just sort of trying to pr- preserve his voice do you think maybe he struggles doing as much screaming live or they just yeah i think i think he prefers to do the, on the new songs there'll be screaming parts yeah I, I don't think he wants to scream a, and that's fair enough you've moved on from that it was a long time ago yeah. i totally understand it um so and listen i'd be perfect people are saying uh people have said before because it's it was 10 years it'll be 10 year anniversary this year of sempraternal yeah people were saying they're going to do sempraternal all the way through because it's download yeah um and i would love that um i might prefer a set of loads of stuff but I would never say no to them doing Sempraternal all the way through because I think that would be very good. Well, since ever since I listened to it uh, back, 
I'm usually really good at remembering exactly what episode things happened in, but I'd have no idea what episode it was. <laughs> quite quite early one, at, at least a year ago, and um, I, I recognise people wearing the the jackets all the time, or you know, I recognise the pattern. And you don't get that anymore. Mm. I don't think, don't remember the last time I saw someone wearing a corn t-shirt or a corn hoodie out in town or, <laughs> or Limp Biscuit or and anybody, Slipknot, Lincoln Park. But so many people yeah. have the Sempraternal, well, I guess merchandise, like tops, jackets, and, and they're happy yeah. to wear it out in, in town. Yeah. <clears throat> it's cool. I like it. I like that yeah. cover. It is recognisable yeah. with the circle with all the shapes. I don't, I don't know um, if that's... Be- I did. I did. I did read actually that "sempraternal" was like a. It's an English word from a Latin word that means time never ending. Okay. So if something "sempraternal" means that it's tight, it'll go on forever. Yeah. It will just keep repeating like eternity. So I thought that was even cooler. Really cool. Yeah. Cool name as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You just reminded. Just made me think of uh, something I saw the other day. Going a little bit off now, but. Uh, all Star by um, what's it called? Um, hey now, you're an All Star. Who's that? Smash Mouth. Oh god, Smash yeah. Mouth. Game. I, I saw. Go. I saw something the other day. Someone translated their their that that song into a different language, then translated it back, and it was so funny. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome! I that's ca- a great I idea. Cannot, I cannot remember any parts of it, but if if you're interested in. <laughs> finding out what that was go and look for it it exists um just because there were certain things that don't exist in the other language so when it was when it was translated back it changed massively yeah it was quite funny I bet. that's awesome that's such a great idea <laughs> yeah. it's such a weird idea yeah. to come up with but that sounds i can't awesome. remember what language it was now i want to say german but i don't think i don't think it was maybe it was like arabic or something yeah <laughs> um bring me the horizon are we finished with bring me the horizon um oh, oh no just about to say I don't know if like what I was saying about seeing people wearing the t-shirts or I think tattoos as well. Like it's just so iconic, like so such a known little pattern. Oh, there will be a I lot. I don't yeah. know if it's just because I know the pattern now. I probably saw lots before. So like say for example, that's a spirit that's just got a um a simple umbrella. So maybe I've seen that as well, but I wouldn't have known it was a bring A lot of horizon. people have that tattooed. Yeah. A lot of people have that. Yeah, a lot of people have that tattooed okay. that that symbol. Yeah, so it does you definitely see bring me fans with that. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like bring me the horizon are the uh, are the corn hoodie or corn t shirt over a hoodie from the early two thousands of our day. Like you, you, you don't see them anywhere definitely. anymore. That's what I was alluding to. If it wasn't obvious, but uh, um, yeah, like they, they are seen quite a lot now, even by me. Um, so they, yeah, they, they, which is good. Are, we we need those bands at the forefront. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, they obviously, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They obviously come a long way, a lot further than probably what a lot of us oldies would realise who who would never interested <laughs> in getting into them. And just think, oh, who the hell are they? You know, they shouldn't be headlining. Get home, made them back. Yeah, the sort of people. Um, <laughs> don't want to, we don't want to be one of those. No, 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 no I'm, not, one, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and we all know now that you're looking forward to it. I hope everybody else is looking forward to it. Hells yeah. Yeah, so um, are you happy to finish up there? Is there anything else? There's nothing else you want to say about Bring the Horizon? Shall we get into the outro? There is nothing else I want to say about them that I haven't already said. Uh, no, I just uh, <laughs> I'll say the same thing that I said for the Metallica one. All the headliners of this, 
I just really like this band. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting there. I'm working on myself. I'm working on it. Um, They'll work. Cool. And, uh, yeah, like, like, what did you say for people to ask? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, well, we should probably bring it to an end there. And if, if, uh, if, 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 if not everybody has guessed yet, next episode will be about Slipknot. The, the final headliner that we haven't talked about yet. Um, that's going to be a fun episode to do. Oh, God, yeah, there's a lot. There's, um, I mean, there's a lot to break down in this one, but the Slipknot thing's a whole thing. Oh, my word. Yeah. There's, uh, I got a lot of, st- I know people probably saying for me to shut up now, but you think I had a lot to say about Bring Me? I got a lot to say about Slipknot. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, actually, you spoke about the new single earlier, but, the, the question why why have they released a new single so close to or so it's not not very long after a new album like it doesn't make some that doesn't make sense i think it's from it's either from the same session or a, a session around the time right so it's i don't think it's going to be from anything i think it's just something extra from the album that we didn't get yeah but nobody so, really does it well i know yeah. uh, actually no i have no idea I was gonna say nobody really does that, but they probably do. <laughs> I just, I'm just yeah, not aware of it. Do. Some bands do. You, sometimes, well, it's, I mean, sometimes they plan that because they think they bring out an album and then they think, oh, do you know what? We've got those couple of songs. Maybe we can release those. You know, so so you stay in their sort of consciousness. Yeah. So excuse me. So they you they stay in your consciousness. You don't stay in their consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, cool. But I mean, that's quite a new thing. I've not really known a band to do that before. <laughs> so it was odd to me. Yeah. Uh, you'd normally uh, keep a song for the next album or something. You wouldn't, you know, just chuck it out not long after you brought out yeah. an album out. But never known someone to do it, basically. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm very tired now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it probably is time to shut up shop right here and uh, say goodbye to everybody. Uh, and I'll, I'll say the same thing I do every episode in the outro. Um, you can uh, you can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc., as Dear Download or Dear Download Podcast. You can email us at deardownload2003 at gmail.com. Uh, anything you want. Um, tell us how much you love uh, Premium Horizon. Uh, anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, if you, if you want to come on the show, if you want to give us a topic that you think we should talk about, We'll happily have a look and discuss it and uh, see what we can do. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, as also any questions, corrections. What else did I used to say? Corrections. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was it, I was Questions or corrections. Um, but yes, that is going to be it from us. Simon, we did talk about your YouTube briefly earlier, but you just want to give it another quick plug. Yeah, so please go check out my um, YouTube um, I've got loads of stuff on there. Um, my latest video, my last video, I haven't even decided yet what the next one's going to be. I've got, <laughs> got loads of different stuff to do. So, which is, I've got a, a giant list now of all stuff that I want to do videos on. So it's just like whatever one I want to pick that week. Nice. So there's no real plan at the moment until I'm going to record a couple in sort of, um, you know, succession. Um, but yeah, the last one was bands that hate their own music. Yeah. So that one's definitely worth a worth a little watch but yeah come over simon bond on youtube and if you want to follow me on uh instagram i am fonzy f-o-n-z-y underscore simon awesome and uh, oh the other thing i forgot was our discord we're trying to grow our discord and create an awesome little community over there we've got 
got a, a, quite a few people in there already talking most days about some awesome stuff. I mean, we're talking about football at the minute. Uh, <laughs> well, they, they yeah, have been great. this evening whilst we've been recording. Literally. Um, but yeah. I said it to, before to people. I'm I'm on our Discord more than I'm on any other of my social media, really, because there's always people chatting on there, so I always want to have a chat to people. So, yeah, it's awesome. Thank you to everyone that's on there at the moment, but let's get some more people over, man. Yeah. Get over to the, you know, come over and join the community. It's, it's fantastic. Definitely. And there'll be, there'll be an invite link in the episode description for that as well. So, to finish the episode off, it's going to be a goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye.